I didn't want to do that whale movie anyway. Wait, Jaws the... Which one, though? Brunch! Hit it, boys! Hot guys and weathermen, because we're, it's hot out, and a legitimately poppin' topic is the weather. Let's yeah. be a couple of hot guys talking about weather. That's man. right. Uh, the, yeah, we've reached the, uh, the point of summer where everybody wonders, do I hate summer? Yeah. I don't even know if it's about like the do I hate summer thing. Like, I've never had... I don't remember doing the... It's too hot. This is too, like that. When, it's too hot is such like a lame, tired. It just sounds like such like a general like small talk type of thing. Yeah. But legitimately, everyone agrees right now. <laughs> it's too hot. I googled uh, weather. I googled weather and hit news, and like there's a bunch of stories about the weather. It's not just like taking you to. It's not like there's we don't have stories about the weather. Go to weather.com. Like the headlines: Canada weather dozens dead as heat wave shatters wow. records. Uh, 116-degree temperature marks city's third consecutive all-time record. Don't know what city they're talking about here. Austin rain continues as extreme weather overwhelms parts of the U.S. From CNN, this forecast could extinguish your July 4th barbecue plans. Well, CNN not afraid to get into the weather clickbait game. Yeah, and and throw out some puns when people are dying out there. Yeah, uh, I think that C- CNN needs to uh, peruse the BBC stories because BBC was the one that says, hey, people are dying. Okay. CNN is just like, hey, is it hot out? The answer may surprise you. Give me that click, boy. <laughs> um, I did see that like Portland, the the previous high for Portland was like 108 or something. And then uh, this week it was... 112, 115, and 117, which, Ooh. like, if you're crushing the the historic high three days in a row, it's a bit a bit of a cause for concern. And I've seen a lot of people uh, now wondering, like, yo, should we, like, be worried that this is global warming? I think that at some points everybody should have had their, oh, shoot, global warming could be bad moment and or realization don't keep doing the like defiant shut up about global warming thing that it, it would People seem that? that's coming for us I, don't, I i know that like as with anything that was the initial reaction when people were like hey thing called global warming not gonna be good actively happening is not good like let's try to do something before it's too late like with anything people are like ah I hadn't heard of that until five minutes ago, so... And I'm not going to be alive. I think you just made it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's um I, I What bothers me is when there's, like, one hot day. It's, like, 105 degrees, and somebody will be like, global warming, man, it'll get you. But, like, the weather patterns, the yeah. absurd weather patterns, bit bit concerning. And I'll tell you, I don't have AC. It is, uh, it's been a tough week. <laughs> I know. I cannot imagine. I'm living that well, you central can, air life. Here. Yeah. I mean, I was doing some, hey, if you want to mix it up, <laughs> record it at Mikasa. That'd be cool. But uh, it's. So the listeners should know that we are, we are here because we want to do video because we promised video. That's so right. we are punishing ourselves so that you can see us on camera live and sweaty and looking disgusting. You're welcome. But as a result of this crazy weather, I've just been into chopping sleeves off of shirts. 
I'm in like a, uh, we're going to talk a lot about birthdays. I hit a birthday recently, and because it was my first post-pandemic uh, birthday, I think it really started to beat into my head like, hey, make every day count. Don't take days off. Not as far as like don't take days off of work, but like don't take days off of life. So like I'm not Jim Carrey yes man, but I am generally saying yes to more things. And like if there's an easy opportunity to be like, I'm oh, you guys it. are doing that. Uh, I would, but I got whatever. It's like eh, if you don't have anything, go enjoy yourself. Part of that is. Just chopping sleeves off of shirts. <laughs> I got a bunch of graphic t-shirts. They got things coming in, and I'm like, oh, I, I wish I had more sleeveless shirts. So I'm just chopping sleeves off. Like, I wanted to wear this shirt today. It's a nice shirt from Bud Light. It's a zillion degrees out, so chop the sleeves off. I don't hate that move, especially for, like, a free novelty t-shirt. Yeah. That's like this a, is that's a dope a, shirt. And it's a, it's, a, it's a good shirt, but, like, would you wear that with sleeves? Probably, but I would wear it like around the uh, like around the crib. Right, I would wear it out. Oh, you should see, dude. You should see if if anyone were to snap like a DJ and such and such getting cozy in the supermarket pic, meaning it was a picture of me in the supermarket. Oh boy, they. I somebody said one time like, I remember they they shared like a I don't know it was a meme or like a fake John Lennon quote or something, but it was like never dress in terms of oh I'm just going to do this. You never know. If you're a single person, maybe you're going to meet the person of your dreams. If you're, I don't know, you might work someone, meet someone that you uh, could collaborate with on something. Like you never know who you're going to run into, and like how sharp you should be dressed. And I would just, I just absolutely didn't do that. Yeah, I, didn't even I think, I think, I think you think the opposite way, where you say, well. If I dress like a schmuck yeah. in, in like any in like a formal situation, yeah, then if I can feel less bad about dressing like a schmuck to go to the uh, to the, the supermarket. I've met important people while dressed horribly, and meaning like I've met like important people in my life while dressed horribly, and I've certainly had like made awful impressions while dressed well. Oh yeah, it's not about what you're wearing. No. Clothes are dope, like fits are fire. But it all comes down to how you carry yourself. I don't think I carry myself well at the supermarket, though. No, so no matter no. what, I no. guess just do, try not to catch me at the supermarket. I uh, we we had this discussion a little while ago. Um, the the uh, I am actively moving forward on the like I, I'm not going to try that hard when it comes to putting fits together for yeah. the summer. I've I got a I've ordered a bunch of sweat shorts. And that's that's now the move. I've done that like every social situation so far this summer, and I'm not planning on changing it. Yeah, I don't have sweat shorts, but I'm the uh, I'm um, right now. I'm doing gym shorts, but um, the LL Bean Suplex shorts. Although they gotta get their act together, very very tough to land a pair of uh, mediums in the Suplex shorts. You can find. You can only get them in trash colors, basically. So you got to really keep your eyes peeled. To... That's why you got to be a small. That's right. Yeah, you you're you're a small. I'm a small. <laughs> yeah, you you're you. Not to tell tales out of school. You told me that your upper body is now a small. I I'm I'm like a I'm now like an in betweener. I okay. was always a medium guy, no matter what. And now I'm now I'm venturing into the small category because I'm I've gotten skinny. Hell yeah, no no shame in that. I know small uh, arms are in. Yeah, and That's I have wash guys like to say. I'm friends with. Uh, where does that come? I I want to know who that originates with. Like, who are I, they? I don't know. Who because, are they referencing? I don't Who's know. I hope this? it wasn't Dylan because Dylan has some nice arms. Yeah, 
I'm try- I, th- I think they all seem to have nice arms. They seem like they exercise. Yeah, they 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 keep up appearances. Couldn't be us. Yeah, I will say that they definitely keep up appearances. Also, I got I, I commented a very douchey thing, and like I felt bad right afterwards. <laughs> oh no! Uh, will posted a shirt. Maybe this is me and Will finally becoming enemies. Will posted a picture of himself wearing a shirt with a Revere collar, and I commented on it. And I was like, "Hell yeah, Team Revere collar, whatever." And then I looked at all the comments, and all the comments were like, "Cool camp collar, nice camp collar, nice camp collar." So then I responded to my own comment and was like and it is a revere collar <laughs> i think i got like two or three likes it's a camp shirt and a revere collar uh yeah i mean speak- although that shirt wasn't like camp shirts are like it has become a whole thing camp shirts have revere collars but not all revere collar shirts are camp shirts i've no i have no idea what camp shirts are basically like like a tommy bahama shirt okay right. yeah uh speaking of you just really diving into things you feel strongly about and going hard on it no matter what. A lot of, uh, you came to my 30th birthday party this weekend mm-hmm. and I woke up the next day and like a lot of people were like, yo, your friend DJ had thoughts on Robin. Yeah, it's because I walked in, you played like six Robin songs in a row. That sounds about right. And I don't know. Yeah, I was like, somebody was like, is this two Robin songs in a row? Is this three Robin songs in a row? Is this four? And what's the problem? Yeah, no, I was down <laughs> and I uh, did some I traced Robin to oh, call your girlfriend was playing and I was like, yo, you know, the whole cup shenanigans with uh, uh, Anna, Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. I was like, it's all because of the song explained that moved to, to a different group of people talked uh cups and robin with them there actually were a lot of robin conversations going on. Yeah, I mean, like I woke up the next day and like two of my buddies were like. It was like complete opposite ends of the spectrum. One of my buddies was like, yo, your friend DJ is hilarious. He was just going off on Robin. And then my other buddies was like, yo, your friend DJ is so annoying. He wouldn't shut up about Robin. Really? (laughs) Well, whoever said that is clearly mean. Have I ever called one of your friends annoying? (laughs) No, definitely not. Wouldn't say that. That's not a nice thing to say. Um, I don't know if he said annoying. I think he said your friend DJ is a lot. Well, have I ever said that about any of your friends? No, I don't think you've crossed paths with my friends all that often, though. Would you say I'm nicer than that person? Based on minimal evidence so far, yes. I'm clearly way nicer yeah. than that person. I wouldn't say that about somebody that I didn't like. Maybe that person didn't like me. But they're a mean person. <laughs> you know who doesn't have mean people at their parties? You. Me. Why'd you have mean people at your parties? <laughs> I didn't have mean people. No, I showed, I, sh- I showed up late, and it wasn't my first stop. So I showed up pretty buzzed, and there was... Uh, the the spectrum of people's uh, drunkenness okay. was well, the spectrum of people too was uh, all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was very interesting because I had uh, we went to a pa- like a patio an outdoor patio beforehand and like we had tables set up all across and it re- felt like high school high school lunch. Okay, because it was like over here, my friends from college, over here, Ellen's friends. Over here, my friends from the internet. And it was just like I kept having to like bounce from like click to click. That was another thing. I couldn't tell who were internet friends and who were IRL friends. And then mm-hmm. like as the night went on, I had a better I had a better grasp. Um But yeah, like I couldn't tell with like with internet friends, I was like, so one of your high school friends probably won't ha- know who I am or whatever and or have any preconceived notions. So there's like it's like an organic meeting. And yeah. You're talking and you're hitting it off with them. And when you meet people from the Internet, there's some sort of like 
oh, like it's this fucking guy. Yeah. Or like yeah. I, or, or like, like or oh, like now at I'm least like a sizing somebody name. up. Yeah. 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 So and I so not to be a dick. I already I can tell which friend would have said the mean thing. Ooh. Yeah. Who? I, I I won't. I'll, say, I'll bleep it out. I'm, no, I'm 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 nicer than this person, okay. but I won't say which friend uh, said the mean thing. The other one of the internet friends was nice. I think, but, you, but also, I think like, you, also you nailed like, it. Yeah. We, so it was. Uh, I, don't, I don't know his name, but uh, do you remember where people were sitting? No. Okay. But I'll tell you what. I'm disappointed and a little hurt that that person was mean because they didn't strike me as mean. If you were to tell me like, hey, this person's going to be I, really judgmental. I don't think it, I don't think and, it was, no, I don't think it was like, it was malicious. It was just like, wow, I didn't realize that like somebody could have that many thoughts on Robin. You know when you say stuff like that? When you are like are trying not mean. to be mean. Yeah, when you, you have <laughs> mean thoughts. Wouldn't dream of it. Couldn't be mean. I'm, I, we should have this person on the podcast interview them about what it's like to be mean. Okay. Could do that. Do a real character study. <laughs> First question. I got... Th- oh, D- DJ has thoughts on uh, the band Magic. First question. Why you gotta be so rude? Ooh. Yeah. Nailed it. What a bar. Man, you coming on this podcast bragging about having mean friends. Never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> I wasn't bragging. I was just... I thought it was very funny that there was very strong reactions on opposite ends of the spectrum to, like, the same conversation. Man. I skipped another party where they watched Mamma Mia 2. Really? Do you know that? No. I, yeah, I could have been. Well, that was your first mistake. I could have been in my safest possible space. <laughs> I wouldn't have come to my party over watching Mamma Mia. I wouldn't dream of not going to your party. A lot of our parties have just been you and me watching Mamma Mia, so I thought that maybe it would be that. Instead, I show up and I get fucking ambushed. <laughs> it's an absolute. Well, if if the if the listeners at home want to get into a to a party that's us watching Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the Patreon because we're pretty close to that sleepover. Are we? No, we're cl- creeping up on it. I mean, it is—it's uh, Jaws week right now. You wouldn't know it from the first uh, however many minutes of uh, party slash mean people talk. Yeah, the only one getting attacked is you by my mean friends, not a shark. Yeah. So wait, now was it multiple mean friends? No, one just friend. One. Yeah. Who? Because I'm a nice guy. Will say must have been having a bad day. Yeah, that's right. Or I, maybe I was mean to him. Who knows? Maybe I did. Maybe I. Maybe there was a jealousy thing going on there. Maybe he. Maybe he's like, damn. He's like, oh, DJ was Pete's first internet friend. Yeah. If if I knock him off, maybe I <laughs> move right. up the list. That's right. Tell you what, it's you don't get happen, to Pete. Pal. You don't get to Pete by being mean. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You're cut. You're cut out. So, who knows? Though I'm a nice guy. Maybe he'll one day be my internet friend. Maybe I think that probably not. I think I'm. I, I think I'm not taking submissions on internet friends anymore <laughs> it's a shaky foundation for sure if that if that was the goal okay yeah that's like a hey, we've seen that time and again within uh tv shows and in movies where like someone wants to uh like break up a couple so they can get with whatever but if you're doing in the case of friendships like pete would have to be a pretty cruddy friend to respond well to someone being mean to their friend. That's right. And, I mean, it's incredible. This is now minutes of me not being mean to this person. <laughs> yeah, it's very brave of you. Brave so, Dave Bean. It's not. It's natural, Dave. Okay. This is my instinct. <laughs> You're not putting on a brave face. Yes. You're just putting on a normal face. My instinct is to be as nice as I can be. Okay. 
Not and we're not going to be perfect all the time. I would like Sometimes to put it on the be record like that 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 meanie. I would like to put it on the record that I did not respond positively to the. Uh, oh, you said LMAO. No, I, I, it was in, it was an IRL, and I was like, well, I mean, he. I was like, he's a weird guy, but like, I love him. That's why it works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, the you of all people, Tony Montana voice. You've got you've got enough. You've yeah. got enough self awareness to know that you're a weird guy. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please. People try to be weird. That's now. why this works. Be, yeah. Oh, that now I'm so upset to have <laughs> met a mean person. Anyway, it's Jaws week, <laughs> where we watch Jaws and uh, Independence Day as well. The two. Yeah, classic, we did a double feature. Yeah, the two classic Jaws movies. We considered watching Jaws. 3d because someone on saturday when i was at my first stop and again so i showed up to your thing I a get little it. buzzed so maybe i ruffled maybe i went up to that guy and said hey asshole i got <laughs> thoughts on robin shut don't you open your mouth while i give them to you hey fuck stick yeah want to hear some robin facts yeah. re- listen up pal hung, hey hung I, I see you're eating some chips and dips put it down because i'm about to feed you some you're about to eat these robin facts baby and i called him baby not in like uh like i'm hitting on him. like i was like calling him a baby like yeah like belittling him yeah that's right i don't think that's how i would have done it hey baby dick listen listen to these robin facts i'm spitting at you yeah. also like the the next day I, I i was not in good enough shape to remember any of these conversations about robin okay. um but the next day i got like texts about robin and it was they were spelled wrong like r-o-b-i-n Uh-oh. so Yikes. i was like was DJ like talking mean about like? Dumb, huh? I was like, was DJ talking about like? No, this was from the, this was from the nice guy. Okay. And I was like, was DJ talking about like Batman and Robin? He was just like really going off on a. And then I and then I put two and two together, and I was like, oh, I've been on a Robin kick lately. I was probably playing some Robin at the party. Yeah, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of Robin and a lot of like. It's fine. I'm not being mean here. Like a lot of like repeats on Robin, like that there may have been like a six, like a, a four to five song Robin playlist that was just put on a loop, which I was totally cool with. Yeah, Everyone think, wants to hear dancing I think it was, on my own a bunch. Yeah, I think it was probably just like the like, hey, listen to Robin's top five songs, and it just circled through them. Nice. I was enjoying that. I, I it, various people struck up conversations about it. Okay. <laughs> Some know, of them were mean. Yeah. See, I'll tell you what. Another one of your friends, because again, there were multiple Robin conversations going on, inspired by the fact that a lot of Robin was playing. Mm-hmm. When someone came up to me and started talking Robin, I politely had a conversation with them. I didn't, I didn't drop as much knowledge as I had in previous ones, but we discussed Robin, talked about how famously she doesn't really like to, she doesn't like seeing people. She doesn't like, not necessarily a recluse, but. She's not hounding the spotlight either. Right. Like, she's not the celebrity that you say, hey, can I get a pick? Right. You know? You just kind of respect her privacy. So, had that conversation. It was lovely, but I will note it was with a nicer person. So, Did we have the conversation about the uh, the Robin show me love thing? I definitely, definitely at some point. I mean, in this mean person's defense, there were constant Robin conversations. <laughs> Therefore, I was coming with, like, a lot of Robin knowledge. Okay. And show me love, but like, did we talk about the fact that there is a uh, that Robin does show me love, and then there's like Robin S, who has a song "Show Me Love," and both of them are quite famous. No, I don't know that. Yeah, it's I a was, good thing uh, you didn't bring it up. 
Why? Because you would have been embarrassed about not knowing it? No, one of your friends would have been so mean. <laughs> he have been like, hey, can I have your number? And then the next morning texting me, been like, oh, Shut pizza. <laughs> Sorry, I did an impression of your mean friend. Uh, yeah, there's, uh, I think it's Robin S, maybe? Let me see. I'm doing a little bit of... And that one is R-O-B-I-N. Okay, yes. American singer Robin S. Ooh, off to a bad start if you're a pop star named Robin and you're going R-O-B-I-N and you're from America and also when you got a Swedish one. Right, and then also just throwing the, the initial of the last name. I don't know about that move. What It's like attendance being taken. Yeah, that's right. Robin is S. Robin S here? Uh <laughs> Robin S. In her defense, now, if uh, which if, one? If your first? friend is listening, respectfully, for your own sake, switch to another podcast. We're going to begin talking about Robin now. <laughs> know how much you hate that. Lord knows what you're going to say about us. Uh, Show me love is a song by American singer Robin S. It was written by Alan George, Richard Thompson, for blah, 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 released in 1990. So, in Robin S.'s defense, this was this well predated okay. Robin. All right. Show Me Love was 1997. Okay. That was as good as it gets Armageddon area. So now it's now it's maybe just a coincidence because Robin, I would say that Robin's version is better. And like oh, I def- doubt, and yeah. I doubt that she was trying to steal Robin S's clout. Right. I mean it's like the If it happened the opposite, I'd be like, mm, sketchy move there, Robin S." Right. That would be a real nice way. That I feel like that could be a uh, Spotify move. Yeah. Yeah. Of just like put out a song right now called like uh 34 plus uh or like 35 plus 34 and make your name like Ariana Grande's <laughs> or something and uh, get people to that's like when uh Bonnie Vare put out that uh the Ma song oh yeah the same week that Ma the movie came out oh really yeah that was the same yeah same week whoa <laughs> I was like that's I mean, not a coincidence I mean, as much as it is serendipity. That's yeah. the stars. That's a, just two great things happening. I made the joke like on Twitter, I think, at the time that I was like, hmm, very, uh, very shameless of Bon Iver to try to steal uh, Octavia Spencer's clout by releasing Ma the same week that Ma comes out. Really capitalizing on that SEO there. Justin, 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 <laughs> Justin, Justin. Uh, we definitely, I remember you made a good point about Show Me Love. Your friend would have been apoplectic if he heard this. Uh, you said something, we, we were definitely talking about Max Martin off of Robin. Easy mm-hmm. connection to make there. And let me see if I wrote it down maybe in my notes. Like sometimes if uh, if a good brunch thing comes off, I'll toss it in my phone. I mean, but Show Me uh, Love is the biggest boy band song not m- not made by a boy band. Oh yeah, show me love is like the kind of template. What what year did Baby One More Time come out? Uh, Baby One More Time. It's like, it's ni- I'm gonna guess ninety ninety eight. Uh, it was yes, it was uh, September of ninety eight. So you get show me love, then you get Baby One More Time, and those were kind of like the templates of what all of that sound was going to be. And it was just mainly because it was Max Martin. And a certain type of beat that I would have just, um, I would have just given an example of, but you know, some people might get annoyed. We're trying to we're trying to please people on this podcast. So, <laughs> listen, if there's one thing that we'll, we've we'll never done, it's try this? to please people. How about this for, for 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 internet friend, we will have no information 
No fun facts. You know what? We're going to go back. We're going to edit out. No, no, no. In Dylan versus no, Dylan. No, no. We are Dylan on Dylan. We will edit out Pete bringing up uh, the Sixth Avenue heartache fun fact. Me pointing at him. Dylan getting a total kick out of it. That great fun organic moment. That I know that doesn't fall into your rules because that's a fun fact. That's information. It's having a conversation. It's being, it's being a decent human being, quite frankly. All right. We'll cut that out. No, no, no. Here's what we're going to do. We never do this, but we'll put timestamps in the description of this episode, and then we'll say, hey, if any of you mean anti-Robin freaks want to avoid the yeah. Robin talk that bothers you so much, fast forward to this point in the podcast. Let's be real, though. I don't think this was about Robin. <laughs> I don't think this was about Robin. Because, again, if that person didn't like Robin talk or hearing Robin, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he was blocking out the music, just thinking all about, like... How, how mean he was going to be to everybody. Uh, but if, if, if that person didn't like Robin or Robin talk, he would have had to have like ran miles away from, from the, the backyard party, yeah. because there was, there was a lot of Robin going on. But uh, that, I was, that, was a, that was a great party. I had a, I had a really good time. It was, a, it was a very, very nice time. There was uh, fire going in the back. Uh, Ellen got some uh, wristband things for mosquitoes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those were important. Yep. I think that those were... Ellen crushed the, it. Those were the biggest hit of the party. Were what? they? Oh, yeah. People talking about how much they liked those. That was the, the most popular wristband since uh, Taylor Swift on the, uh, 1989, on the tour. 1989 tour. Because, holy smokes, did she really crush the wristbands on the 1989 tour. Yeah. During Shake It Off, which uh, we're going to have to timestamp this one. <laughs> Another Max Martin song. But one of the great... I, I got in so many conversations that day. I don't know if any were um, at your thing, but about Taylor Swift concerts and like what what were the most fun ones? What are the like what's next? I mean, it's and, it's a no brainer, right? I mean, the, our most fun one was definitely Reputation with Randy. But, no, but like even oh well, I, you, you do you go once? I went uh, twice or three times. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I went three. I went three times, and yeah. I mean, every time was the time of my life. Yeah, I mean, not to be a, a jerk, it's like it's more or less the same thing. Oh like, yeah, everything's but like well, but it's like yeah. it's just yeah, a, yeah it's a it's a it's a production. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. like it, that's like that's, go, that's like, like going to that. Disney World and being like, this is the same as the last time I saw it. No, yeah, I, I want that. It's, <laughs> right, it's great, um, and and it's because like well, like it is such a big show that like. You're probably not going to get a ton of repeats. Yeah. So you put on the same awesome show for everybody that sees it. Yeah. Uh, Shake It Off, though, at the 1989 tour is one of the better late concert moments, meaning like either encore or like the main set closer. So anything like bottom of the eighth and on, those are those are where concerts really make their money. And that's saying and, something because, I mean, I don't think either one of us really like love shake it off i i grew to love it but we like it's without it, question a bad song you're right but, it's, yeah. I but love it. like and i think that that's a, that's the uh the point that you want to put that song is like at the very end when when like the three adults in the crowd are pretty drunk yeah and you're like oh hell yeah 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 1989 tour great time reputation tour great time i'm afraid though the all of these experiences were before i think stan culture got as out of control as it's gotten 
And I feel like at one of those past ones, like I remember when we were at 1989 tour, we were like uh, yelling what we wanted the next song to be. Like she'd play a song that we didn't like. We'd be like, ah, all right. All right, that's okay. We'll take these few minutes off. She's going to come hard <laughs> we'll with get the beers. next one. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that, and I already, up I'm already, I feel like apologetic for that because that's that would definitely be annoying to be around. Um, but I feel like everything now at a Taylor, Con- Taylor Swift concert would be so like hyper, this is perfect, like Beatles at Chase Stadium stuff when like, folks, this ain't the Beatles. Uh so I don't know. Yeah, because the Beatles stunk. Beatles are way older than Taylor Swift. That's right. <laughs> Beatles way uglier than Taylor Swift. I mean, they can't even field a full band at this point. I know. Crazy. You hate to see it. Time. Yeah. Time. <laughs> I uh, And I don't believe in time. Hootie and the Blowfish, they're not even a band <laughs> anymore. Uh, did, you, did you hear the new Ed Sheeran song? No, I still didn't. You told me it stunk, though. Um, it doesn't stink. It's just like... We've had this conversation so so many times that like, and I don't want to tell Ed Sheeran what to do, but he's not where I thought he'd be. You know, like not, not he is just song? he's really steering into uh to being like a pop star. Oh, I'm cool with that. I mean, but, like I'm but, cool but, with that but, if that's what he wants to do. But like, it seemed like for a while that Ed Sheeran was like, I'll make my dues. I'll make some like. Some light pop one music. One for them, one for me. Right. Yeah. And then I'll be able to do the shit that I want to do. Yeah. And it's, it felt like he was very much on like the John Mayer, Mayer style, on, yeah. on the John Mayer path where I was like, I'll do this like this pop music that sells and then I'll do some other stuff that probably won't make the radio, but it makes me happy. And I feel like Ed Sheeran is like creating stuff for the radio. Yeah. I, I'd have to hear this. I'd have to hear this song. But I mean, once you have done thinking out loud you are pretty solidly uh you're, you you've solidified yourself in like will make disposable uh low grade very enjoyable music mm-hmm. and that's i mean taylor swift is in that category a lot of great artists are in that category but it's just like it's i i, I never really thought i know what you're saying with the john mayer thing but i never really thought Ed Sheeran would ever drop like a I'm trying to think of a a really legitimately great and creative album from a top 40 artist other than like a lot of their debuts. I don't like I I could Continuum? Yeah, right. Like I I couldn't see him having a continuum. I think that there would be too many shape of views on there. And shape of maybe, views, but shape I, I want to see good. him I want to see him try a little bit more or like yeah. not not try i want to see him expand a little bit more yeah be a little bit more adventurous i guess he did have that reputation it is weird like he definitely has the reputation he's clearly a good musician he's clearly super creative and he's i, lo- I like, really really like not Ed a Sheeran. robot yeah so he does have he does fall into kind of that like mayor category of like man he could do whatever he wants but again, and, I haven't heard this song, so I don't know what kind of choices. And he's he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's like, I need to be a star. Like he he's done the, hey, I'm I'm disappearing for like a year, leave me alone, getting off the grid. And he he does seem like kind of uncomfortable in a lot of uh, like social public like celebrity yeah. arenas. So I uh, it does surprise me that he that he hasn't sort of gone off a little bit. 
Oh, I mean, he shouldn't be in celebrity arenas. He He's a, a rude Gus. He ends up writing mean songs about celebrities he hangs out with, potentially. People forget. But they're good songs. Good songs. People forget. People thought that uh, Don't was about Ellie. It was about Ellie, wasn't it? W- was it definitely about Ellie? Yeah. I know that was like a rumor. No, it was like, about her. Yeah. we No, the, 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 one of the earliest brunch episodes. Right, was famously, m- she got mad at you. Because right. You... Well, that that one. But then we also had one of the earlier stage uh, brunch episodes where we talked about um, Love Yourself, which was written by Ed Sheeran for Justin Bieber. Oh. I had the theory that uh, that song was also written about Ellie Goulding. <laughs> More Ellie Goulding content. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we were trying to figure out who that song was written for. And Celebrities was... aren't going to want to hang out with you if you keep <laughs> writing uh, if you keep writing mean songs about them. That's true. He also did that song with Justin Bieber where it was like, yo... I don't fit in at this party. Everybody sucks. Let's get out of here. I like that song better when it was by Houndmouth and it was called This, this Party. Because party. <laughs> those are like legitimately, those are like very close to the lyrics of that song. Yep. Song Bangs. Shout out the uh, the legendary uh, Golden Age album. So it's Jaws Week where we talk about Jaws and we talk about Independence Day because Independence Day is coming up. It's another classic uh, sharkish movie. There's not... It, there, it's an Independence Day double feature. Yeah, but it's like both about Jaws or something, right? What? What's the connection? They're both on the 4th of July. I'm kidding, yeah. You dick. Jaws is a... Uh, someone asked on the, the, my first stop on Saturday. This was with uh, exclusively nice people. Somebody asked, uh, have you guys done a Jaws episode yet? And I was like, no. And embarrassingly enough, I've not seen Jaws. So I uh, we texted about Jaws today, and I got the uh, the sense that you'd never seen Jaws. Had you never seen Jaws? No, I'd seen Jaws. I let me tell you, I'd never seen Jaws. That is that's impressive. I feel like you got to actively avoid Jaws. It's on a lot. Yeah, it just seems like it seems like uh, I don't know. It's not necessarily like Christmas story ish, but it's ubiquitous. It, like once a year. Jaws will be playing at something, yeah. or there will be like a outdoor. There'll be like a Whoa. Jaws week. What'd you call it? Like, were they they play like Independence Day with it or something? They'll be doing like something like that. A double feature, yeah, ja- yeah. And I've I've just I'd, I'd never seen it. I actually I googled um, I googled Jaws when doing some research today, and uh, it is showing. The, like movie theaters are showing it for the Fourth of July weekend. So I'm I bet that that's a thing that happens every year. Tell you what, I would go to a movie theater to see Jaws again because that's like the best movie in the you world. You know what I want to do? Didn't I, know. I, I think that I would love to see uh, Jaws at a drive-in. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. That would rock. I mean, seventies movie drive-in seems like a seventies thing to do, but. Yeah, somebody was like, "Oh yeah, you got to see oh Jaws, a classic Jaws." And I was like, uh, "I was like Jaws was directed by I said James Cameron, got it wrong, got it confused with the other person who did uh, an important water movie." But Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. that's one of his first movies. So I was like, "Yeah, it's it's maybe it's actually pretty good. Who knows?" Because sometimes you go back and watch like old movies. And it's just yikes for a mil- one reason or another, whether it's like stuff doesn't hold up or it's just whack. Uh, I had no idea. We're going to talk more about Jaws. We're going to get into Jaws on Friday's episode. Mm-hmm. But I legitimately didn't know until I was like 40 minutes into Jaws that, that like, holy shit, this is actually an awesome movie. Yeah, I was, uh, I've seen it before. I was watching it today and I was like, God damn, this movie fucking is awesome amazing who knew <laughs> you said it wish somebody told us yeah 
Seriously, I uh, it is it is one of those movies where it's like it, it's hyped up as like one of the best of all time, and I think that's absolutely fitting. I do think that it's uh, Steven Spielberg's best movie. Yeah, and, I mean, the, the, well, like I, a lot of people like to say Schindler's List. Okay, and I think like all things considered, the time, like the special effects, just like the source material, that's probably Steven Spielberg's best work. I was blown away, and I mean would be extremely remiss if I didn't say young Richard Dreyfus, good Lord. That is, we're talking about Independence Day as well on Friday for our uh, Jaws double feature. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jeff Goldblum looks incre- like extremely hot in Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. But I think these two movies are the hottest you will find somebody in a Fourth of July ish type movie, and for very, like with extremely different looks, but I thought Young Dreyfus, oh boy, he had it. He had a he had a very uh, a very unique vibe that I was digging. I was like, I was like, I got to know who this guy is, and I could not believe that it was Richard Dreyfus. Oh, you didn't know it was Richard Dreyfus? No, because he's he's like younger than I'd ever seen him. <laughs> yeah, that was. I only knew because when I saw the credits. Same. It was like, well, I saw that, and I was like, I, that's why I looked up. I was like, who, which who's Richard <laughs> Dreyfus here? And I was like, oh shit, yeah. this movie happened forever ago. Yeah, Richard Dre- Dreyfus got it going on. I mean, when I saw the opening it's credits, it's like directed by Steven Spielberg. Knew that. I was like score by john williams and i was like huh i was like for a shitty movie this actually had some <laughs> players and then it was like rattling off the cast i was like and richard dreyfus is in this i wonder if those three ever get together and say like <laughs> remember when we did jaws <laughs> well at least we had careers after that <laughs> and then it's really like once dreyfus comes into the mix that's when the movie. I mean, I uh, I the one. I guess I'll save it for the uh, the review. But like, there were some. I'd seen it many times before, but there was. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever like really sat down and watched Jaws with like my full attention. Yeah, and so I had some I takeaways. That, yeah, I know there were some takeaways that I uh, kind of had this time around that I hadn't pre- previously. So Friday, Jaws and Independence Day. Uh, it'll be on the Patreon, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. It's Jaws week. It's double feature week. I want to give you this tidbit on Jaws. Did you peruse its Wikipedia page per no. chance? I think that we really, when we talk about old movies, should always make sure we jump into the BTS, the behind the scenes. Okay. Because sometimes you'll find stuff in there that is smooth like butter. butter. Yeah. Speaking of which, yeah. uh, I don't know if you saw the... Uh, the um, trailer for Clifford the Big Red Dog. No. The new live action Clifford the Big Red Dog movie. No. Boy, it's it's looks like a real piece of shit. But Oh really? Yeah, they use um they use dynamite by BTS yes. in the trailer. Very cool. There's a classic Louis C.K. joke about um Clifford. Do you remember that? No. He was talking about how he has to like read Clifford the Big Red Dog to his kids. And he's like, everything's about like <laughs> Like, so then Clifford comes in and he's so big and look how big and ready. Like, you just, he's only that way because you drew him that way. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so the book should just be like, look how big Clifford is. Wasn't that a mistake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Sorry uh, that I laughed so, at that. Louis C.K. canceled still. Uh, development. Uh, 
Richard Zanuck and David Brown produced the Universal Pictures independently had heard about Peter Benchley's novel Jaws. Brown came across it in the literature section of the Lifestyle Cosmopolitan, edited by his wife. Hold on. Let me get to the... There, there was a part that was crazy. Uh, yeah, get to the good they stuff. They read though. it and said it was the most exciting thing they'd ever read, and they wanted to produce, produce a film version. Um, they purchased the film rights in 73. To direct, Zanuck and Brown first considered veteran filmmaker... John Sturgis, whose resume included another maritime adventure, who cares, but uh, before offering the job to Dick Richards, blah, 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 they soon grew irritated by Richards' habit of describing the shark as a whale and dropped him from the project. I'm going to repeat that. They soon grew irritated by Richards, this is the director of the movie, (laughs) habit of describing the shark as a whale and dropped him from the project. Like, was this a mistake? He you want to bang just... that out a third time? That, that, that's incredible. What, and, like, what does that mean? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Is he describing d- it in the movie or, like, just, like, talking about, like, okay, we're going to do a good movie and then, like, with the whale and everything and, like, the, the producers are, like, that right, could like, you know a, it's a shark, that right? Could, that seems like a like an episode of Seinfeld or like a sitcom or something. It's like you've got this massive project and this guy who just like accidentally keeps saying whale instead of shark to the point where it pisses everybody off and he gets fired from the project. <laughs> that is a, an amazing story. His habit of describing the shark as a whale. Do I now like that? I- that has like the way that it's that's phrased makes me think that he is accidentally saying whale instead of shark. His yes. habit of saying whale or describing the shark as a whale. So I'm glad we went through it a few times because initially I thought he wanted like the characters in uh, the town of Amity, which boy, can't wait to talk about Jaws on Friday's episode because Same. there's a lot of confusion as to what Amity is and where it is and like how they survive. They're like they'll talk about like, hey, we're here on the Cape, love Cape Cod. I've always been an islander myself here on Amity. This is an island. This is Cape Cod. I have a Boston accent. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of uh, lot of the word islander thrown around. I've heard, I think I heard the word islander more than uh, the second round series of the Bruins and Islanders. Yes. I would. I want to like recut Jaws with like the Down Easter Alexa by Billy Joel playing. I don't know if you know that song, but it's like a... It's like kind of like a Bruce Springsteen energy type of like they're pushing the little guy out and here's my song to stand up for the little guy. And it's about uh, fishermen in like uh, like uh, Block Island and the Hamptons and stuff like that. So it's like a very like, uh, look, I know this is where everyone goes to be rich and live their rich lives and be super rich because they're so rich. But they're trying to fish out here. And all the fishermen are getting pushed off the coast and doing all that stuff. So, like, whenever they're talking about the island of Amity, I want that. There, it's a great song. There's a accordion, the whole nine. Uh, so the guy kept describing it as a whale. and Until he got fired. That's until incredible. Until he got fired. And <laughs> you think they called him and they were like, uh, let's see, what was the guy's name? Uh, Jackson? How many warnings do you think you get? Richards. Before you get fired. I don't know. That's a good question. Like, how many times do you think they were like, Jesus Christ, Listen, it's a Dick. shark, yeah, <laughs> not a whale. So, the guy's name was Dick Richards. I think when they fired him, something like, hello, Dick, it's Richard D. Zanuck and David Brown, producers at Universal Pictures, who heard about Peter Benchley's novel Jaws and are making the movie and have hired you to direct the movie. Look, man. 
We've been working at this movie for a while, and you keep calling, you keep saying the wrong thing. You're off the movie. You're not doing Jaws. And Dick Richards is like, I didn't want to do that whale movie anyway. Wait, Jaws the, which one though? That's not the one with the whale, right? Because I had a lot of good ideas for that movie. So they kicked him off the project, and then they brought on uh, Steven Spielberg, 26-year-old who just directed his first theatrical film, The Sugarland Express. One of his changes, so Spielberg saw the work that they'd been doing on the, the movie, because he's all excited to do this, and he says, this is a change we have to make. One of the changes was to remove the novel's adulterous affair between Ellen Brody and Matt Hooper at the suggestion of Spielberg, who feared it would compromise the camaraderie between the two men on the Orca. So yeah, initially, I, think I would say, yeah. Initially, Hooper, that is young, uh, Dreyfus. young Dreyfus, is stooping Brody's wife. Could you blame her? But That's right. That would absolutely a great move on Spielberg. Yeah, on Spielberg's part. Like a like a big part of this was like. Just the three fellas working together out on the boat. Yeah. What could... Man, collaboration's a a trip. Because this person wrote a great book, seemingly. I've not read the book Jaws until recently. Hadn't even seen the movie. Uh, But he writes this great book, and it takes going through a bunch of different hands for someone to be like, hey, even though this is really good, this isn't its best version of itself. You got an affair going on in here that really should not happen. But I think that I, I think that in a lot of books they throw in they throw in chapters. Well, that's true. Yeah, like they throw in shit that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Those like, things are priced by weight. So. That's right. Uh, I mean, like Stephen King famously had the uh, the oral sex thing between a bunch of kids that definitely wasn't necessary at the end of it. Really. You don't know. I'm glad if I blocked that out of my brain. Yes, after they kill, after like the childhood chapter of it, yeah. where they defeat the clown, Beverly just gives oh, oral right. sex to all of the kids in a sewer, right? To like tie them together as like a big bonding moment. Extremely weird. The worst cherry that's ever been put on top of a yes book and or movie. And weird. Very move. glad that they. They cropped that out of, uh, I think, both iterations of it. I was gonna say he could have used he could have used a uh, hook book writing type thing where Stephen King is writing his book and he's got on deadline and he's either I was gonna say he has Spielberg to fill in for him and edit out that part, but also Sorkin would work. Yeah, because he's like, no, we need everybody talking at all yeah, times. Right. We need everybody talking, talking, talking. What? Something's going to go where? No, no, no. Can't do it. More everyone conversation, talking, please. Talking, 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 <laughs> and everyone would have been okay. So that's the that's the preamble to the Jaws uh, conversation. I'm glad you brought that fun fact to the table. Isn't that super fun? Those yeah. are two fun facts. I mean, the, the whale thing. Unbelievable. Whale thing blows my mind. <laughs> um, let's talk about the, uh, the, the trailer for uh, Italian Joker. I call it Tone Joker. Tone Joker? Yeah, like a tone. Ah, that seems like you're kind of Italian like, Joker is more uh that's more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. And you you don't have to like uh you don't have to sort of uh explain yeah, what so, kind yeah. of tone. Yeah. But I, there's like the tone police. Yeah, true. So Sopranos fans, I like I I follow enough people oddly enough. A lot of weird Celtics Twitter is huge into the Sopranos and a lot of their tweets include 
the name Tone. <laughs> They'll have like a meme. It's always like it's always Polly because Polly calls him Tone. Mm-hmm. It'll always be like something of like Polly on the phone and be like, "Hey Tone, Brad Stevens should call a timeout or something." They they're a lot more creative than that. But yeah, origin story of Tone, which I uh, I thought I remember that like vaguely remember that being announced and then. I don't think I'd heard anything about it since. And then all of a sudden, the trailer dropped today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and boy, am I ever in on it. Did you watch it? Yes, 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 yes. It yes, yes, yes. looks awesome. Yeah. And even if it's not good, I'm going to view this this the same way I viewed, uh, what was it called? Uh, shoot, what was the, the car from um, Breaking Bad? The Pontiac Aztec? No. <laughs> That is the car. El Camino. Yeah, yeah, El Camino. Uh, I'll feel the same way about this as I did about that, which I remember a lot of the the uh, fallout from that. Not to, That's maybe the wrong word, but a lot of the reaction to that was like, yeah, but did we need it? And my answer was an emphatic, who cares if we need it? Right, it's yeah, more we definitely of, didn't need it. It's more Breaking Bad. Right. Give it to me. two hours of, of like additional Breaking Bad content. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think that this one had a bit... I mean, El Camino was sort of different because it was a sequel. Uh, and, yeah. But it did have sort of... Eh, no, but it, it, was, it was a sequel uh, that like extended the story two hours. This one, it's it's going to feel less like The Sopranos. Right. But I'm still interested in seeing it. Yeah, and it's cool because we, we've had enough of... that. There's been some young, young tone in The Sopranos where they have flashbacks where they're at the... Were they at the the carnival or something when his uh, he sees his dad get arrested or something? They have I don't know how many flashbacks there are. They're they're pretty few and far between. Maybe that's the only one. But you at least the Sopranos does like remind you enough in the show that like he came up in this and this is kind of how he got here. But they mm-hmm. do it without you knowing beat by beat, blow by blow. Look forward to seeing a young uh, Paul. Uh, Polly, I don't know how many of the other kids would actually be there. I know that um, well, Gandolfini's kid is playing right. Well, he's Tony, playing Tony, which is that is very, very, very cool. Like I, that when that stuff happens, it's it's awesome because you know it means a lot to them, uh, especially for Gandolfini's kid uh, after his dad, like his dad's defining work, and after he passes away, that must mean like a lot to him to be able to do that. Yep. Uh, it was, I thought it was very, very cool when, um, when O'Shea Jackson Jr. was able to do yeah. that for the NWA movie. Um, yeah, I just think that it, it, that's pretty cool. And I mean, what, as soon as the trailer started, I was like, holy shit, what a casting job because this guy looks exactly like to- a young Tony. Oh, you didn't know that I didn't, it was him? I didn't know. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of buzz about that. So, um, Paulie is in it. He's played by uh, Billy Magnuson. Oh yeah, Billy Magnuson is a uh, Adam is a 1990 whatever Adam Sandler movie starring <laughs> Adam Sandler. No, Billy Magnuson is in everything, man. He was in, he was Into was like the Woods, t- Birth the Dragon, Game Night. Yeah, Aladdin. Yeah, there was like a two or three year stretch where Billy Magnuson was like in almost everything. He was in Ingrid Goes West. Um, Whoa, he plays the he plays the brother, the crazy brother. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I mean, he's got very piercing eyes. Yeah, he's uh, he's quite quite a handsome guy. Yeah, very strong eyes on him. He's an American actor. Um, so he plays Paulie. I'm not getting anybody else on the cast other than uh, that John Bernthal's in it. 
John Bernthal and Ray Liotta. Ray, Ray Liotta? Liotta being in it like is really throwing me off. Yeah, that's a. I mean, you don't need uh, to put Ray Liotta in every mafia movie, right? But I mean, think of how many. Think of like Frank Vincent and the people that were mainly in like mob movies. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always like I, I don't know. Maybe it's the, maybe it's a case by case basis. But I was never mad if I was watching a like a, an organized crime type program. And Frank Vincent came in. No, he was, definitely you, you not. You knew that he was going to yeah. get you where you needed to go. Yeah, Although, and like, but now Ray Liotta's like the Chantix guy for me, and it's really throwing me Our off. generation knows him more as the Chantix guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it does not say, but somebody is going to, uh, Syl is going to have to be in it, because um, I remember at some point, maybe it's Liv, somebody says, uh, oh, like, Tony would always run around with uh, with uh, Paulie Gaultieri and uh, Silvio Dante. So there's gonna be need to there's gonna need to be Sill. But I don't know which characters will we miss in this. We'll be sad to not have everyone loved AJ. You're not gonna get him in the show. <laughs> yeah, everybody loved everybody. People hated AJ, right? People, yeah. But that's okay. another like, hey, don't be mean. That kid had. Yeah, but AJ was like a cheese. I mean, He's a you're a pain in the ass. Of course, if you if if a show has kids growing <laughs> in it, you're seeing people probably at their worst and most difficult. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're watching a bunch of adults try to navigate life, which is hard enough, and you're like, oh, now I got it. Oh, now now Meadows' friends are acting up and like breaking into houses, or what are they? They're like drinking in the grandmother's house and throwing up everywhere. Not now, Meadow. We've got. <laughs> Uh, hectic stuff going on. I, I'm. Uh, I hope that they do a better job with Tony's mother this time. Oh, around. they will. They will. <laughs> I mean, Liv is legitimately the worst character so in painful. anything history. That, so painful. That is my least favorite character in any show, movie, anything. And I'm a. Uh, I'm kind of an AJ defender because people like just so hated J- AJ so much, and I'm like, all right, he wasn't that terrible sometimes he had interesting storylines i am a janice defender oh janice was great like people a lot of people say that janice is the worst character on that show no i mean she was she was like like a bad person of course just like but a good character yeah especially when she had the uh the relationship to with what's his name uh bobby was that no uh no 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 the uh the guy that she ends up killing oh uh What's his name? Uh, Jackie. Uh, Jackie April. No, no. Jackie's. No. Uh, who does? Let's see. The guy with the big eyebrows. Yeah. And then she also dates. Uh, what's his, I, this? Is terrible that I can't remember. Um, that I can't remember his name. I know that she dates Bobby. She dates. Uh, oh, Richie April. Richie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she yeah, kills yeah. Richie. Yeah. She. Uh, spoiler: If you haven't seen Jaws or Independence Day, she uh, kills him right at the dinner table. Yeah. She kills Richie. She dates Ralph, Ralphie, who sucks, but also also falls into the Janice category of like awful person, hate this person, but important character. Right. You need to have things interesting. Yeah. You need to have uh, folks of all shapes, sizes. Also, I mean, it's it's worth pointing out that like fucking everybody in the Sopranos is terrible. Yeah. (laughs) That's like uh, Tony's a bad guy. (laughs) I heard the take recently. They were talking about the ending of the Sopranos, which, uh, of course, uh, probably qualifies as infamous a lot of people upset mainly that like 
don't stop believing, dude. Just <laughs> ugh, lazy. No, uh, that that it was kind of a cop out, and what does it mean? And uh, they were talking about it on the radio the other day, and uh, Hardy from ninety five the Sports Hub theorized that it going black was David Chase, right? Is it David Chase? Mm-hmm. David Chase killing the viewer for uh, celebrating all of these characters as much as we did of like, no, like I'm showing you like bad people doing really bad things and you're just kind of, you just want more of it. You're eating it up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, but this is like real when those guys, when they, when they get killed, like they deserve it. (laughs) No, no, or like when people on the show get killed, like it's over. That's like the end of a life. It's not just a like, wow, what a crazy scene. Um, so I think that was an interesting theory. But I do believe. No, it's totally hasn't dead. Ch- Chase <laughs> said that? Yeah, I think. Well, he hasn't. Like, I don't know if he's like totally. He's softly confirmed. He it, I is feel. softly confirmed. Yeah, I forget how it made. There may have been a, he a was Reddit like, AMA. I think. Yeah, I think that it was. It was like a. What you think it is, it is. He said that. Oh, okay. He's been like. There's been a lot of talk about it. I don't. I don't think that I need to spell it out. I think that you've figured it out. Interesting. Um, oh, got this. Had to. Had to throw this in there. We got some feedback. I believe on the Friday episode, we had a great Wall Street episode. Talked about all of our Wall Street knowledge. I thought that was pretty. I thought it was a good exercise in realizing that we don't know anything about Wall Street or trading stocks or anything like that. But we got into the fun fact earmuffs meanie of. <laughs> Uh, Kate, Katy Perry's name being Kate Hudson, mm-hmm. and how we checked like is Kate Hudson actually Kate Hudson's name because that'd be a real power move to just like squat on a celebrity name. Mm-hmm. So Katy Perry can never have it. And then we moved on with the conversation, and somebody tweeted at us. I don't know if you saw this. No, very mad. Said it can't can't tell if this is a a bit or what or if you intentionally left this out because this seems like something you would do and like you're winking at each other as you're doing it you didn't talk about the most famous one you know if there's a better example of this no i did not know this let me make sure i have it right michael keaton's name is michael douglas really thank you listener thank you bruntouchable yeah i think that i had heard that before and like for us to discuss that on the Wall Street episode and not mention that one is very funny. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's why they were like, you had to be fucking with it. Like, yeah. you, like, all you're doing is talking about Michael Douglas. And then you're like, Wait, fun so, fact. So that one is... Uh, so Keaton couldn't use Douglas because Michael Douglas already existed, right? Uh, let me... I read it in the Wikipedia page. It was not as interesting as the movie Jaws' Wikipedia page. Would definitely check that out. Um he popped up in various. Blah, blah, blah. He decided to use a stage name to, to satisfy SAG rules, as there was already an actor, Michael Douglas. That's hyperlinked, so it seems like he's got a career. And daytime host Mike Douglas, also hyperlinked. We're gonna have to check that out. Mike I don't Douglas, know who that is. yeah, Do you know who that no. is. Uh, with the same or similar names. In response to questions as to whether he selected his new surname due to an attraction to actress Diane Keaton, I don't mind that theory. At all. That's, <laughs> that's pretty great. That's pretty funny. Uh, or an homage, or an homage to silent film actor Buster Keaton. Mm. We, I think we got two Wikipedia pages. We got to click right. Yeah. Don't know who that, but we do Wait. know Diane, Diane Keaton. Yeah, you don't know Buster Keaton? No. 
Are you serious? Buster Keaton. I hardly know her. What <laughs> do you know? Who Buster Keaton is? Oh yeah, one of the most famous. You're screwing. I, I'm looking at his picture. I'm like, Pete doesn't know who that guy <laughs> no is. Pete doesn't know who that guy is. Uh, he has responded by saying, quote, this is interesting. It had nothing to do with that, end quote. <laughs> Bit of a grump that that Douglas is. <laughs> Come on, don't ruin it for the rest of us. I love it being that <laughs> yeah. he just thought Diane, Diane Keaton, Keaton was real hot. hot. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to change my name to Dave Keaton. <laughs> so when people ask... Is this an homage to Michael Keaton? No. It's actually that I think Diane Keaton is quite attractive. You should make your display name on Twitter uh, Dave Keaton for the rest of the week. Would uh, they take away my blue check mark? Because if so, yes. (laughs) Only if you change the handle, not the display name. So I will change the handle to, like, Keaton for real or something. (laughs) That's right. Man, looking at... so. Keaton, Diane Keaton, more important stuff to talk about now. Diane Keaton on her Wikipedia page just looks stunning because Diane Keaton always looks stunning. Duh. Uh, it says Keaton in 2012, but even so, she's 75 years old, but just always a great. We should have a Keaton week where we only watch Diane Keaton. Where we only watch Michael Real Douglas Real ones movies. only. Yeah, uh, yeah. Keaton week where we only watch Diane Keaton and Michael Douglas movies. <laughs> That's right. That's amazing. I'm going to... Well, what, one of our friends, Brian, is the biggest Michael oh, Keaton yeah. fan in the world. And we haven't had... We've had Brian on the pod... Have we had Brian on the podcast? I don't we've think so. We've done the podcast in front of Brian. We've definitely done the podcast oh, he in front was of on, um, He was on the Halloween special, I believe. Oh, probably. Or we, we did, did it at, at his, his house. house because he was uh, he had it all decked out and everything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to hit him up and be like, hey. We've done several episodes in front of him because we also did one in Chicago at the hotel That's room. right. We have to do the, hey, Brian, what are your thoughts on his choice as to or Michael Douglas's choice to change his name to Michael Keaton? I feel like uh, uh, Brian is like a super fan of uh, Michael Keaton and Ryan Gosling. Oh, he, yes. The, yeah. Like, he knows everything about both of those two guys. If I watch anything with either of them, I will talk to him after about yeah. it. And he, I mean, he's, if you, your your internet friend, Brian is this guy's worst nightmare. <laughs> A lot of fun facts. He th- Yeah, he, he thinks I'm bad. Brian's more knowledgeable than I am. Uh, Keaton has said in several interviews that he searched a phone book under K, saw Keaton... And decided to stop looking. Why did he just choose K? I'll tell you what. This doesn't like pass the smell test. Yeah. Does not pass the smell test. And it seems just like... Just admit it that you have the hots for Diane Keaton, you coward. It seems like... Right. Everyone's doing it. Right. It seems like all of these quotes... Notice that all these quotes are like in sentences. Or like... Like, like the, they're out of... They're not fully in context. Exactly. So it's like Keaton said that he, quote, just fucking chose it. So it seems like... He's been very short with his answers, not given full sentences, can't even hook up, definitely not going to hook us up with a graph on it. Mm-mm. So I would love to get Michael Keaton on the pod and be like, look, if we get anything else, we get anything else. But we have to get to the bottom of why he chose Michael Keaton and if it had anything to do with Diane Keaton. And if, and if he want, wants to kick Michael Douglas's ass. Yeah. You say, who do you think's a better actor, you or Michael Douglas? I believe... Both of them have won Best Actor at the Academy Awards. 
That's a great trip. Oh, my God. You want to call your internet friend, ruin his night with like, hey, what name has yielded two best picture or best actor What did Michael awards? Douglas w- win for? Uh, b- w- Wall Street. Oh, yeah, he, he yeah, got yeah, best yeah, actor right, for yeah, Gordon yeah, Gecko, yeah, which we, we had, thought we was had a little, con- We had the conversation that he should have won for best supporting. We thought that was a little dubious. Yeah. As dubious as, oh, I just opened the phone book. Like, Keaton, if that is your real name, we love you, but absolutely not buying that. We're on to you, pal. We should come up with a laundry list. Theories, l- listeners, tweet us your theories as to why. Go to go to our uh, our Apple Podcast page and leave in the comments. Leave us a five star review hmm. and give us your best Michael Keaton name. Or you know, we'll toss it on the name uh, theory. Yeah, name theory. We'll toss up uh, the question on the Patreon because I feel like if we tweet something out, we might get some responses. Who knows? But if we ask a question on the Patreon, people are like. Like a moth to a flame. Hovering by the computer, waiting to answer questions on Patreon. Like Michael Douglas to a lie about why he changed his name. 